0: Now the Washington Post claiming anonymous sources talking about the, the now infamous meeting between the, uh, the president of the United States and the Russians. Let me get the Jeffrey Lord take on all of this. Where, where do you stand yeah. on this, and what's, what yeah. do you think is behind it all?
1: I, I mean, first of all, perspective, number one. Uh, the Obama administration leaked the name of a, the CIA station chief in Afghanistan, and there was no furor to follow. I think they had to withdraw the guy. Because it put his life in danger, and there was none of this uh, furor about this. And last year, the White House announced, the Obama White House announced that they were going to give, uh, uh, they were offering Russia their intelligence on Syria. Not a peep of uh, opposition then either. So I I do think that we have uh, the old, usual double standard here at work. But beyond that, the thing that really gets to me is. The sabotage nature of this. I mean, Mike, you've had a boss, I've had a boss, everybody within the sound of our voices has had a boss. And what do you do if you think you've got a problem, that the boss has made a mistake? You either go to the boss directly, or if you've got people between you and the boss, you go to your immediate superior. What you do not do is go to the Washington Post. And the only reason to go to the Washington Post is to embarrass the boss, is to sabotage him. And this is the problem here. We've got a lot of people in Washington, D.C. who hate this president and who are in the government, and they are actively working to undermine him. And that is a serious problem.
0: You know, I I watch you on CNN, and and you often just take a beating from from Van Jones to, to Anderson and all the rest of them. Some of them get more hysterical than others. I have a theory that for many of these these guys and gals, it is very personal to them. It's not professional, it's not it's no longer civil. Ted Cruz said a couple of weeks ago, and this was something that really stuck with me. He said, "There's an effort to destroy the careers and and lives of people who are in the Trump orbit." Is, is that an That's over? Right. Do you believe that, Jeffrey? Is that an overstatement, or is, or is he spot yeah, on? I do
1: think it's I do think it's very personal. I was on. Uh, uh, CNN Today with uh, David Frum, yep. who is uh, the ex-Bush speechwriter who's in the Never Trump camp, and he's now right. with Atlantic Magazine. Yep. Well, his solution to all of this, he wants the president to resign. And I, I, I listened to him, and I have to tell you, and they were quoting a David Brooks column in the New York Times, David Brooks, another Never Trumper. And I listened to David Frum, and with all due respect to him, I mean, it was just personal. He can't stand the guy. And... It- This is what's going on in Washington. This is what accounts for this hysteria. He is an outsider. He campaigned as an outsider. He is there to upend all of this, that is really why they don't
0: like him. I, I had a never tr- I've had an ongoing dialogue with a never trumper who was in the Reagan administration, uh, the Bush administration. You know him, he's a good man, he's a spiritual guy, Pete Wayner, and Pete has yeah. a, a, and re- he writes frequently about his never Trump ideology in the New York Times and and Pete has shared not only publicly but but in in correspondence with me that that perhaps his animus, his personal animus towards what he believes is the the lack of fitness that that for of Trump could you know get in the way of objectivity. and I, and I, as I said to him, listen, you know what my blind spot is? I, I don't pretend to be objective. I'm subjective. I want him to win. I'm rooting for him, right. I, I want the country to succeed, and I'm not in the business of, of trying to appeal to the Washington Post. I have no desire to, to please MSNBC. And yet a lot of these guys, particularly Republicans, Jeffrey, of which you're a member, seem to want to curry favor from the media elites at the Washington Post and NBC. And I don't understand that. Do you?
1: That 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 has been going on for decades, I have to say. I mean, this is one of the problems, that we get certain Republicans who are are deeply concerned if the liberal media says something bad about them. In essence, their psychology is, no, 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 I'm really a good idea, a good guy, really, really, really. Yeah, please like me, like me, like me. Yeah, like me, like me, like me. (laughs) And uh, the great thing I loved about Ronald Reagan and also Donald Trump is he didn't care. (laughs)
0: yeah well he doesn't care he he could care less in fact you know and the problem with their attitude they're never going to like you they're not going to like you because you're a republican they're not going to like you because you believe in smaller government they're not going to like you because you you want to see taxes decrease they're not going to like you
1: go ahead anybody mike found this out it was john mccain who used to say that the media was his base Right. And they love John McCain. Then he gets nominated for president, and they're running stories about how he's on the front page of the New York Times—bogus stories that he has a mistress, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They love Mitt Romney until Mitt Romney gets nominated, and then he was a—they uh, go back to his high school days and accuse him of being a gay basher, and and then you know he was stealing health care from some steelworker's wife. I mean, if if they think you're coming near the presidency, they're going to come after you. And in this case, Donald Trump realized. Dish it right back. Dish it right back. And he did, and he's there, and they cannot abide it.